This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. Five topics in about 10 minutes for Monday, November 20th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. You'll find us on YouTube at 5 in 10. If you subscribe there, click the bell for notifications, but then stick around after the break because I'll tell you how to guarantee we never get canceled. Topic number five today, the changing narrative on Ukraine. The Washington Post just over a week ago ran a story that kind of slipped by under the radar our attention obviously focused on uh, Israel and the Israel-Hamas war, but it's worth bringing to you because it signifies a change in the way the corporate media is framing the narrative of the Ukraine-Russia war. Specifically, the Washington Post now names a Ukrainian military officer, Colonel Roman Chervinsky, as the one integral to the bombing of the Nord Stream gas pipeline last September this is the pipeline, the two pipelines that led gasoline, or gasoline, natural gas, that is, from Russia to Germany. Bombing the pipelines at the time was blamed on Russia. Putin did it to cripple Western Europe's economy. Well, uh, that uh, now, according to the Washington Post, turns out not to be the case. Now, investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch, a Pulitzer Prize winner who broke the stories of the My Lai massacre in Vietnam and the Abu Ghraib prison scandal in Iraq. Uh, so he's got some pretty impeccable sources in the intelligence community, reported earlier this year that the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline was actually an American intelligence op carried out by the U.S. Navy's diving and salvage team based out of Panama City, Florida. That story was completely ignored here in the West, except for those few who mocked Hirsch for being delusional, crazy, uh, believing a lie, what have you. But now, the semi-official mouthpiece of the intelligence community here in the West, the Washington Post, blaming it on Ukraine. Why now? And why this particular source? This is the deep state here in the United States signaling to Volodymyr Zelensky and the political class in Ukraine that no more checks are coming, that while they will talk the talk, of backing Ukraine against Russia, the fact is the war between Ukraine and Russia has been lost. The five-month counteroffensive by the Ukrainians has failed, and now the attention of the West, the United States, the UK, NATO, is on the Middle East. And especially with the risk that China may take advantage of the situation to do something regarding Taiwan, the United States no longer wants to be tied down in Ukraine. And the political, the narrative rather, from the political class here in the United States is reframing Ukraine as perhaps not the good guys that they've been depicted since Russia invaded last February. Uh, speaking of Taiwan, that leads to topic number four, where it appears China may be on the verge of finding a way to reintegrate the island without having to fire a shot. Taiwan's opposition parties have agreed to run a joint campaign in the upcoming election in January, which raises the chances that a pro-China administration may take over in Taipei. The uh, two uh, parties we're, we're talking about here, Kuomintang and the Taiwan's People Party, or People's Party, announced plans this week to run a united campaign. They had a meeting on Wednesday and decided to set aside differences and... Um, decided how to divvy up power between the two nominees put forward by their parties. Vice President Lai Chang-Ti of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party has led the opinion polls so far, but if you've got the two opposition parties now combining forces, there is a greater chance that a, a party open to discussing reunification with China might take power in Taipei. Now, Beijing sees the island as its territory and has never ruled out using force to bring it back under its control. For its part, the United States 
has pledged both under Trump and uh, under Biden, and in fact, administrations for years have pledged to support and defend Taiwan against uh, a Chinese invasion. But if the Taiwanese themselves elect parties that are open to reintegrating with China, kind of the way Hong Kong has been brought back into China, uh, what are we going to do about it? For their part, the Chinese Communist Party would prefer to take Taiwan intact. Taiwan is the home of the world's largest semiconductor manufacturing companies that power the computers running everything from your phone to the device that's recording this program. China would prefer not to bomb those out of existence before retaking the island. The question is, if if this political shift in Taiwan leads to reunification, what will the United States do about it? Topic number three, speaking of changing narratives, uh, Israel. It is happening as we expected. The uh, narrative on Israel from the corporate media here in the West has shifted from sympathy in the days following the terror attacks of October 7th to skepticism, to openly condemning Israel for the ongoing ground offensive in Gaza. Specifically, and of course we're seeing a lot of this coming from our um, academic institutions here in the West, colleges and universities where kids have been brainwashed. And, and I say this as one who was accused of being brainwashed 40 years ago by my parents when I was going to a liberal arts college, uh, that they are uh, just not seeing reality for what it is. The director of a sexual assault center, a sexual assault center at a major Canadian university, I'm not gonna name it or name her because she's now a former employee. Her her termination was almost immediate after this open letter was published, signed an open letter to the government of Canada denying that women were raped during the terror attacks on October 7th. This letter addressed all members of Canada's parliament. I quote from the letter, we the undersigned residing in so-called so -called Canada urge Canadian political leaders to end their complicity in the ongoing massacres and genocide in Gaza-occupied Palestine. This letter is titled, Stand with Palestine, call on political leaders to end their complicity in genocide. Called on members of parliament to resign after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau refused to demand a ceasefire. And the signatories criticized opposition leader Jagmeet Singh for having, quote, repeated the unverified accusation that Palestinians were guilty of sexual violence, end quote. The problem with that claim here is that there are eyewitnesses who have testified to seeing it with their own eyes and video evidence, rather horrific video evidence recorded with GoPro cameras. Those are little action cameras you strap to your chest or your head normally when you go skiing or something so that uh, the Hamas terrorists could document their acts of terror against Israeli Jews. That video is available for anyone who wants to watch. Note that the Belgian parliament this past week declined an offer to view the 40-minute video compiled by the Israeli government from the GoPro videos uploaded to the internet by Hamas terrorists. So the information is out there. Yes, the rape kits were not handed out within 48 hours of the attacks. The IDF was just a little busy at the time because there were still terrorists on the ground in some of those communities in the Negev. Well, again, the director of the Sexual Violence Center at that Canadian university, now a former employee. But isn't it remarkable that not only has it taken six weeks for the narrative to shift from sympathy for Israel to, you know, free Palestine, but in three years we've gone from hashtag believe women to hashtag believe women unless they're Israeli Jews. Topic number two, the revolving door. 
Two high-level officials with the Food and Drug Administration here in the U.S. involved in vaccine oversight have accepted jobs at Moderna just months after signing off on licensing the company's COVID-19 vaccine. This is according to an investigation by the British Medical Journal, a respected medical publication, not a right-wing conspiracy theorist website. Uh, The report, written by Peter Doshi, who's associate professor at the University of Maryland's School of Pharmacy and a senior editor at the British Medical Journal, reveals a long-standing revolving door between the FDA and pharmaceutical companies similar to one that exists between defense contractors and the Pentagon, but I digress. Both FDA employees named in the investigation, Dr. Jaya Goswami and Dr. Doran Fink, worked in vaccine regulation during the COVID-19 pandemic and joined Moderna shortly thereafter, whose only product at the time was its COVID-19 vaccine. Moderna is not Pfizer, a company that has many products out there in the marketplace. Moderna was formed specifically to market the mRNA jab. It got approved, and two of the principals involved in the approval process, now high-paid employees of Moderna. This uh, just another sign, a revolving door between pharmaceutical companies and regulators entrusted with regulating their products, or as we say out here in the country, foxes guarding the hen house. Coming up, in Canada, the Mounties always get their man, even when he's a goat. That's ahead on 5 and 10. We want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from skywatchtvstore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many, Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Eminent Destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the god on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Item number one today, dial 911 if you're a sad goat. The 
Quadra Island, Royal Canadian Mounted Police said officers responded to a report of someone repeatedly shouting help from a ravine. The person who heard the calls was afraid that somebody had fallen off the cliff, needed help, called for emergency uh, responders to arrive. The RCMP, true to form, got there very quickly, said in the report, quote, further investigation revealed that the help heard was actually a sad goat from, from a neighboring goat farm. <laughs> it's, it's actually not that funny because the goat in question was a mother whose babies had just been, kids had just been separated from it, so it was calling out for its, its babies. And to be fair, the person who made the call heard the call coming from a ravine, so it was possible that somebody had fallen from a trail and actually needed help. So kudos to the person for calling, kudos to the Mounties for showing up, and um, we, we know that the mama goat will soon get over it as the kids begin to grow. Um, just a word of advice, if you're going to shed a tear for the mother goat, which is understandable, please try to do so quietly so that your neighbors don't mistakenly call 911. We're coming up on a significant year, not just because 2024 is a presidential election year, it was also prophetically significant. According to the Essenes, who were writing more than 2,000 years ago, this is part and parcel of the last book by Dr. Tom Horn, We Are Legion For We Are Many, contributing chapters from Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, Josh Peck, yours truly, and others. The uh, series based on this book continues this week on Skywatch TV. Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis joining us on the panel. Joe Horn moderating the discussion, which you can watch right now at skywatchtv.com. You can also see it on our over-the-air partner networks. You'll find our broadcast schedule, skywatchtv.com slash channels. It's also available right now at Apple TV and Roku. If you've got one of those set-top boxes, make sure you've got the Skywatch TV channel for your device. You can also watch it right now at our YouTube channel for the main Skywatch TV program at Skywatch TV Now or rumble.com slash Skywatch TV. You can also watch it right now at our mobile app. And this is important because our mobile app, powered by a Christian company, this is our app. We will not be canceled from our app. So if we suddenly disappear from a uh, say a video sharing site, we will still always be on our app. And it's uh, compatible with iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. It's absolutely free, and we have links to the app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.